Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Um, before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the most innovative, you know, technological machine you'll ever find. And it's so easy to use. You know, we have three of them. We love them. Um, they, they, they're always they're always giving to the community, but they're always innovating on their own on their own products too. So go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you a four hundred dollars off for Coach Collins. Um, and also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one stop shop for basketball coaches. It's got everything you need to become a better basketball coach. We always tell our players that we want them to work on their craft. Well, are you working on yours? And that's one of the ways I've worked on my craft. It's something, you know, from someone that's been, that's coached a nationally ranked team that has won numerous state titles, that has done those things. This is what, you know, I spent several years putting this together of things that would, that I could share with the world to make coaches better. And the roadmap will take care of it and will walk you through everything you need. So go over and check it out. And just in closing, if you like this podcast, go over and check out High School Hoops. Go over and check out the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Go over and check out Funnel Down Defense Podcast. All of them are great. Um, and leave a five-star review. We'd love that. All right, have yeah. a great day. Yeah, so uh, so I accepted an offer to go be ahead of school at a, a Christian school in Maryland called Washington Christian Academy. He's going back east, people. He's going back go. east. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so with that job and that responsibility, so in essence, kind of being the CEO of the organization, if you will. You're basically a principal. Uh, You're a principal. Kind uh, of now uh, bigger than uh, that. Uh, yeah, a little superintendent. bit. More like a superintendent. Kind of, yes. Okay. Yes, that's okay. probably a okay. better cop. Okay. Um, and so I'm not going to be able to coach varsity basketball anymore. Uh, so okay. I'm stepping away from the game. So it, 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 you know, it's a great opportunity. I'm excited about it, uh, and I've realized I'm still coaching. I'm, I'm just instead of coaching 
people who are executing a game plan and running an offense. I'm coaching people who are executing a strategic plan and run and we're running a school. And so it's still coaching. every, so, so this is what I tell people. Everyone's a coach and they yes. look at me like, what are you talking about? Like I, 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 I have two kids. I've coached my kids. I have coached people I work with. I have coached and they've coached me. It's like you coach if you, if, unless you're a hermit and living yes. in a shed by yourself or something, you're right. always doing those kind of things because it's, uh-huh. it's, you know, it's leading, it's dealing with people, it's building exactly. community, it's all that stuff. So yes, that's a yeah. great way to to um to think about that, Coach. What what is something you took away from all your stops? Because to be honest with you, you're probably in the top ten percent of movements that I've interviewed in the last year or two. Oh wow! Like, well, and, oh, I'm and, just saying it's like it's not bad. I'm just saying, what did you learn yeah. about each process, or what 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 would you say about that? Cause that's a, that's a, that's a career worth of, I think the average person has seven jobs or something like that, but mm-hmm. anyway, so it's typical, but from coaches don't tend to do that quite as much. I'm not sure why, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, and before I even say that I'd be remiss to, to, to not say, if I didn't say that everywhere I've been, I was fortunate enough to work with great coaches and, have the opportunity and privilege to coach great kids who took ownership of what we were trying to do. And so I, I want to be careful when I talk about, you know, where we were, we started to where we finished, right, that right. doesn't happen without those people, you know? And so, uh, you know, at, at every stop they're especially they're pivotal kids and families that just say, you know what, we are on board with you and they help bring everybody else along. And so it's, a, it's important. So that kind of segues into to your question. I think at every stop, figuring out like who are the people that really love this and how do you build deep relationships with them uh, so that they're willing to walk through the, the tough, the tough parts of it with you. Cause the jobs that I've taken have all been rebuilds and it's tough in those, in those early years uh, where, you know, things aren't coming as fast as people may want it to come. And so building the relationships, the bonds, figuring out, uh, who you're, who's going to walk through it with, with you. Um, go ahead yeah, I like think, I think that, in. I think that's important for people listening. It's like, um, I, I don't want, it's almost like reading the room when you move into a new yes. place, because mm-hmm. it's about who are the shakers and movers. <laughs> Cause every, every community has some of those <laughs> specific people that, um, are the ones that are going to help you, you know, process and build community and do those kind of things. And, you know, it's like, um, it might be the custodian. I mean, I mean, I tell you in our school, the head custodian, she's one of the ones that she's like, what I need that anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. On rocks. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. that's who I go to. Like when I need, like, cause she's a shaker in the mover. Like she's the yeah. one that's going to make a, a community of like, 25 3000 kids and all these staff members move because she's the one that does it so um i think that's an important process too i think mm-hmm. you you you, you kind of talked about there coach yeah and then i think another thing i've learned is when you get to a new stop two things one everything you did that made you successful at the prior stop may not always translate i learned that the hard way when i got to ohio um, you know, because, um, my last year in Indiana, we, we were running the system and 
it was yeah i i, I we i figured we'd dive down there at some point but uh but uh it was it was so much fun we had a great time and when i got to ohio i was i felt like i had better athletes and oh yeah we'll just plug and play okay so before and, we before we move on that so do you think the system i i have a theory about the system and people that are listening don't know it's kind of the grinnell loyal mary mount right fast multiple possessions pressure up and down mm -hmm. some depending on the program like hockey kind of substitutions right. anyway um well in and out five in and out uh do you what kind i mean i have a theory about this what kind of players do you think it works best with unselfish ones no <laughs> Because there's you're, you're supposed to rank them like you're the number one shooter, you're number two, and you're supposed to like there's things in the system that yeah, yeah. And I think it depends on your your iteration of it. Like I I never did a preferred uh, shooter type of thing. But the other thing is kids are smart. No matter what you run, they know who needs to get the ball. Like who can hoop? <laughs> who can hoop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And so you know we. We I think it works for I, I think it works for the so let's rate teams from A being like my best team I've ever coached, which had a couple of professional guys, to the F team. I think it works for the C plus B minus team the best. Mm -hmm. The yeah. ones that are good but not great, like you said, right. Matt. Um, I mean it's not I don't care what you do with the D's or the F's. You can yeah. run whatever system. It ain't going to matter because the better team's going to win. It's a math problem. They're going to have more possessions. They're going to shoot better. They're going to beat you. But it's more for that team that maybe I'm not as good as your team, but I'm close. Like, right, I'm right. going to beat you 30 out of 70 times. We yeah. Or 30 out of 100 times. I'm going to beat you 30% yeah. of the time. Well, I think the system can help you maybe move to like coin toss kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's just my theory. Yeah. I've never run it, but that's my theory. No, it, it, that's a good theory because, you know, and I think scrappy teams, it works well for them. Um, you know, just when you're causing the amount of chaos that you can cause. And the times that I've gone to it, um, the couple seasons that I have, you know, we we beat teams that we had never beat before, you know. And, 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 it, and ironically, it, it wasn't necessarily because we shot the lights out. It was just the cumulative wear down a couple moments in the game where they just fell apart completely and we made a run and and then just the emotional toll, especially, you know, if if you're if you're if you're coaching on the girl side, I I would I would strongly consider it because again, just and, and I you know, it's just the reality of the girls' game, they're not as many ball handlers. And you know, that one girl, you start wearing her down or that one and a half girls, you start wearing them down and they got to go out the game at some point, <laughs> you know, and so, but anyway, that's a, that's a whole other story, but yeah, so that the lesson there was, um, you know, you have to be ready to, to relearn in each environment. And then the last thing I would say is um, when you step into a new situation, it's very easy to come in thinking you have all the answers and, and I would encourage you to take time to, you know, and all my jobs have been rebuilds, but you know, one of the things I'm glad I did, and I don't know why I had the wisdom to do it, but for whatever reason I did, 
I always took the time to talk to the returning players and figure out what was it about the past that you enjoyed? Like, what were the great things, you know, and, and really just tried to honor that even though there were going to be things that were going to change. But if there was something that was good that could stay, then I would try to find a way to, to make that happen as well. But I think it just gives you some, um, helps you earn a little relational capital as a coach because you're not indirectly coming in saying everything you all did before I got here was bad. And I, right. I've seen coaches do that and it backfires. And I think, and I think the at first, I think that first six months is big, mm-hmm. huge. Like it's going to, it's going to be whether you can turn the tide or not is how you come, how you approach like it. it. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And it's in its way you should go through life. You should listen more than talk initially. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to talk about your pillars and your theory and those kind of right. things for the people building a program. But you can let the let just be a fly on the wall and listen you're gonna find mm-hmm. out a lot about like what happened what worked what didn't work yeah. how does the community work because it, it's a every one of those i think there's like sixteen thousand high schools or something or 20, it's some crazy yeah. number of high schools or twenty eight thousand. i don't know but of all those high schools in in the u.s um they all have their own culture every one of them right it doesn't matter right. if they're two city blocks away it's different yeah. it's a microcosm and you have to figure that out i think yeah um yeah. and to go in and think you're gonna run x y and z and do x good luck you might right it might work but you're rolling the dice in my opinion you're rolling the dice a little bit um i don't know i don't know what your thoughts on that coach are no i agree i think it, yeah i think it's just important yeah i mean and yeah, and you're you're absolutely right when you said the first six months, and, and you you just gotta establish your culture, your your identity, who you're trying to be, and you know the other lesson I've learned is figuring out okay, what kind of people can I lose with? <laughs> you know, uh, because there's gonna be losing, there's gonna be hard things, and you want the right people in the locker room around your program. And sometimes those people aren't as talented, but, you know, just, I can't remember what coach I heard say that, but they just said, figure out who you're willing to lose with. And I just thought that was really good. I've tried to apply that on the last two stops and I've had some coached a lot of kids that I was willing to lose with. What do you, what do you think in basketball, the hardest thing to teach is? Ooh. um, You know, it's funny. I think in your last podcast, uh, I, uh, blanking on the coach's name. I want to say Coach Cup, but it, I might be wrong. It was Cup. Cup was recently, yes. Yeah, or it was last one I had a, a chance to listen to. But, uh, I mean, communication is a big one. I think teaching kids to talk, because I think we just we just tell them to talk, and we don't really we tell them teach to them lead how too. to communicate. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, I would say, you know, from an intangible, t- intangible, excuse me, standpoint, helping kids learn how to communicate at a high level effectively is one of the harder things to do. 
Um, oh, that yeah, that that's probably I would say one of the toughest things. I think I think screening is a hard thing to teach. Well. Mm. Not even reading. Well, I think people over, especially at the high school level, worry about how to read screens too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think setting screens is one of those weird micro things that is. Yeah, kids think they know how to set a screen, but they really don't really know how to set a screen or use a screen very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Steph Curry knows how to use a screen very well. You yes, know, he does. <laughs> um how did how did you when you were how did you practice plan what was your what was your your kind of thing with practice planning so uh started off uh with kind of our uh, objectives like what are the things we're really trying to get done uh oh and before that um what kind of practice is it is it kind of a a, a building practice where we're we're building some new things or installing is it a maintaining practice where you know we're kind of reviewing or is it a recovery practice after a game where we're you know just we're practicing but we're right trying to active recovery uh so kind of first of all thinking through which one of which one of those things we're we're doing that day uh but then what are the two or three objectives or four at the most that we have for the day uh and so kind of start with that and then build everything out from that but everything in practice points back to our game model so i've been influenced by uh just kind of soccer and um just game models and uh tactical periodization and stuff like that i think that i think their soccer's killing in on some of those things and i think we're way behind uh and so creating a game model and thinking about the phases of play. So we're either always playing half court offense, transitioning in the defense, playing half court defense, transition to offense. And it just kind of keeps going other than free throws and out of bounds. Uh, amen. Amen. Yes. There's four things. I, I was talking to yes. a coach last night about there's four things in basketball that you do. And, and, and us as coaches work on offense and defense, but we don't work on the transition to offense. We don't work on the transition to right. defense. We work on these two. With the mm-hmm. other, the game is one of those four things at all absolutely. times. Absolutely, you're either on absolutely. offense, you're on defense, or you're transitioning to two of them. Yeah, That's it. you're like, absolutely now, right. You you can get into your running, but think about how much time and practice we work on our offense, and how right. often do we actually in the half court work on you know it's you know this like right. um, which to your point. So you know, and we we talk about uh drill of the day or favorite drill this is another one of my favorites uh it's just five on five two transitions and so we'll start in the half court maybe we're working on one of our pick and roll sets um and again i try to i try to coach both sides of the ball at the same time so we're working on pick and roll defense we're working on pick and roll coverage um and so the team starts with the ball you know we play that possession so make miss whatever we're going the other way. So now we got a chance to look at our transition offense for one group, our transition defense, and then half court defense, the other side, and then we come back. So both teams have had a transition of offense and defense, and they played offense and defense in the half court. And for the kids, they played five on five 
and they're more engaged. It's more competitive. And we're actually doing things that are going to transfer to the game. So we do a lot of that. Kind of I stuff. love that coach. So here's what I call that. So for the people listening, I call, we do one trips and two trips. Yes. So one trips are the offenses goes, and then the defense gets to go back on offense. Mm-hmm. So one trip. And then a two trip is you get to go on offense, go on defense and you get to go on offense. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. So we call them one trips and two trips. So, all right, we're going to do one trip. So they know, the, the, the let's say the green team versus the white team, the green team will be on offense. They'll go. And then the white team will get the ball and go the other way. That's a one trip. And then we stop and then we switch. We go one trip and we stop and we correct. And then we'll go two trips where they go down, back down. Like, um, so you get two trips of offense or two trips of defense, whatever it is. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I think that's a great, and that's why I, that's one of the many ways I work on that kind of that transition um, yeah. which I think is, is a super important thing. Um, what's one thing I'm going to just jump around. Cause I got a, we got about 15, 20 minutes here. I, what, um, what's one thing you, you learned this week, this week. Oh, I love that. Um, it's been reinforced. I won't say that I've learned it this week, okay. Okay. but it's been reinforced. Continue to take time to slow down. Just slow down and, and, and just enjoy the moments, be present in the moment. Uh, I mean, right now our house is full of boxes. We're, 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 get, we're gearing up for a cross country move. Um, but even, you know, when, when I got the email and, and responded and then you all responded back, like I just, I just took the time to enjoy because I'm not planning for a season. I'm, I'm grieving that in a lot of ways. Oh, it's a and, death. And so, it's a death. Yes. It's a death. Yeah. Like, yes, and, there's some grieving. Yeah. And so the opportunity to kind of, think about basketball a little deeper, gear up for a conversation, go back and watch some film and those kind of things. Uh, I just slowed down and enjoyed that. And I'm hoping that this next stage, that's a way that I can stay connected is, you know, just, you know, be a sounding board for other coaches, be someone that can share from my, my insights, my mistakes, those kind of things. Um, you know, invest in the mental and emotional health of coaches as well. I think that's important. You know, we got to take care of ourselves. So I'm looking to stay connected. So I I was just thankful and um, just the opportunity to reflect on just my career coaching and, you know, just the relationships and all those things. So I would say this week, just reinforce slowing down um, and appreciating the things that you have an opportunity to be a part of. I think the, I think the, um, I think COVID did that for me at least. Mm, yeah. um i took my watch off for a year and a half like i don't i mean i don't have it on right now but i, right. I was always like it, 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 and, and trust me COVID sucked it sucked we didn't we didn't have a season it was horrible oh. but um it was like whoa like it allowed me to slow down to you know it, it was an interesting transition um and i've never talked about this in the podcast but it's like it showed me that i'll be okay like yes. I've been coaching yeah. since I was 21 years old, like, mm-hmm. and I'm in my mid fifties. So it's like, mm, I'll be okay. Like, it's not like if you'd have told me that in my thirties, I would have said, Ooh, I don't know. But it's like it, and it, I think that the point you were making, it made me slow down and made me yeah. quote unquote smell of roses kind of thing. It's like, it'll yes. be all right. It's like, there's other yeah. things I got things I can do. I'm a, I can go fishing. I got, I got things I can do. Um, 
but I think that's a, I think that's a great transition. Um, and I, I think I just want to add on that before you, before you switch, I think for all the coaches that are listening to this, there's a lot of wisdom in what you just said, because again, coaching is what you do. Hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, maybe go over and check out Coach Collins' other podcasts, Teacher Sidekick and High School Hoops. Um, subscribe, like, leave a five-star review. Maybe. And then uh, also you can go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.